Cheers to episode 122. Cheers. Water for Alex. Evan had yeah. a bush light. Bush light, yep, you know it. And American flag koozie. Evan is feeling American today. Shout out to Wyatt. Shout out Wyatt. Can't wait Listen, to see you guys tomorrow. Wyatt will be home. Wow. What Boys time is he back in town? Whenever the black oh, early afternoon. Are we, uh, we playing golf tomorrow for the first time? This year? Yeah, Stealth you know bomber it. <laughs> Spoiler wow, alert! Wow, Evan's back. Watches the PGA Championship one time. He joins <laughs> he his golf league. He thinks he's ready to be back in golf. <laughs> Shoot uh, a solid fifty-five tomorrow. That's I'm rich. Back. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome in to the number one sports show, sports podcast. Sports in the t- world. Social media account file in the state of Michigan only, because that's really what we talk world. about. Um, world. Today <laughs> is Sunday, May 21st, 2023. The time is 7.38 p.m. Eastern. And congratulations to everybody. You've made it to summer, if you're listening to this right now. You've made it to summer. Grant's Memorial- always said Memorial Day weekend's the first... Weekend of summer, Alex. Feels like that. it's a risky thing for Grant to say after what's it. always happened. Oh, Alex, grow up. <laughs> <laughs> well, Alex, did you look at the weather this week? Is it bad? No, it's it fantastic. Not? I'm leaving the state. Get your sun bum on your face. Where are you going? We'll get there. Whoa. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm going to North Carolina on Friday. Ah, uh, Thursday. Thursday. Give Emily our best regards. Well, unless you're going to Carolina for a different reason, then that's very awkward. But no, nope, I'm be that going reason. to see my sister. Yes, correct. Nice. Yeah. Can she become the show's lawyer when she's done? Sure. If we Do get we into any, one? we might. We might. We could get. We might edgy. start throwing out even more hot takes and just accusing yeah. people of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like defamation lawsuits. Yeah, we. I'm sure she'd do it for Sweet. free. Siblings. For free. Duh. Um, let's preview the show. What are we even going to talk about today? Well, nothing. First and foremost, we're going to talk about some bad news out of Ann Arbor, Michigan. A double, double whammy this week of bad news. Then we're going to talk about the Pistons and their coaching search update, which is bordering on circus level for the search. We'll get to that. We have our NBA and NHL playoffs update. Selfishly, I'd like to just say a word about Man City winning the Premier League at some point. PGA Championship recap of our picks. Shout out to guest Cody. Got it right. Spoiler. And then 25% of the way through the Tigers season already, which feels fast, much like the pitch clock in baseball. It feels like we're flying through this season of Tigers baseball. We'll just touch on any thoughts you have. Um, some will be more limited than others. Alex, because he hasn't watched the team play yet. But that is a Correct. question in storyline in itself that he's been building for about a year now of when will he actually watch this team play baseball. So that is is what we have on deck. The only thing I'd like to ask from everyone in the audience is that um, subscribe to the YouTube channel, please. That's what we're trying to grow. That's what I'm focused on. The shorts on there are doing well. A lot of you already watched the show or come across the account. Just hit subscribe. You don't have to look. Doesn't mean you have to watch every video, turn the notifications off, but just at least subscribe, please, because it helps. And if we get to a thousand subscribers, we can start making ad money off YouTube, which it would be sweet. 
It'd be cool. Rat. I mean, we like, already make a shit ton of money from this, but <laughs> boatload. But we could use more, <laughs> right? Unreal or, amounts. Or if you're just a random sponsor, you know, you work in a f- finance for Gillette, and you're like, those look like three guys who shave their face and have a good audience. Like, yeah. just reach out. It all, nice. but also subscribe to the YouTube while you're doing that. Um, okay, I'd like to see what's happened with everybody on the show since we last recorded. Well, Evan, Alex, since Evan last, Evan recorded. will be longer, but we won't make him go back that far. We'll just make him this week. But Alex, you're going to start us off as always. Yeah. What did you do this week? Oh. <laughs> we recorded when. Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday, May 16th, we lost when Banyama. We got the fifth pick in the draft. Yes, me and you yeah. in the chat. Oh, my gosh. I was so happy about that. It feels so okay. good. Okay. Okay. Evan's Wednesday. positive. That was a listener question. He's positive. Wednesday, did my golf league, other golf league. Um, Didn't play that great. My other golf. No, my side my partners did not league. show up, so I had to get a sub. So, I have two potential partners. Neither could play, so I had to get a sub. Um, that's fine. Thanks for Whatever. asking me, dude. Sorry. Mm. Mm. Um, so I would ask Evan, but he's you know busy every day, so hey, was that no, no point to even ask him. You cannot on. get on Evan's calendar. It's impossible. Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, it was Wednesday. <laughs> oh, I had a game Wednesday. Sorry. I checked your location just in case. <laughs> I was in town. Um. So that did that Wednesday. Thursday, nothing. Friday, I decided that. Uh, I was going to regrip all my clubs because Grant inspired me last year because he did it. So I got all the stuff, did it, did you all the You did it yourself? Oh, yeah. I got a vice, though. So I, it was a lot easier than just holding the club and jamming the grip on like you did. I I don't know if you know what a vice clamp is, Grant. Probably not. <laughs> is there any way to like somewhat describe what a – I'll just look it up. I got Google It just holds your club in place. It's really simple. Oh, that's cheating, dude. You should have done it the manly way where you're like jamming one end up against the wall and like basically <laughs> bending the club head trying to get these things on. I had to do that for my putter because I put a super stroke that's a little bigger on it. Yeah, your brain's going all over the place. Today. No, I'm just I'm looking at the device thing. <laughs> that looks like a tight grip on the club. Yeah, holds in place. So I also put a new putter grip on. Um, so I did that Friday while watching Hemi Butler do Hemi things. Hemi. And then Saturday, I uh, played golf with the younger children. And the new grips. And the new grips, yep. I uh, played pretty decent. Not too bad. Started bad, but finished you 83. Oh. Nice. You lost by one stroke to Colby. No. <laughs> I'm sure he shot like 115, 120. 100, I think. 101, something like that. Ryan was the worst. Sorry, Ryan. Ryan was the worst. Dude, he always talks so much crap. He was telling me, he was like, I, I might not hit it as far as you, but it'll probably be pretty close. <laughs> Dude, this feels like a good group for me to play with. Like, I feel like I can yeah, yeah, right you would compete. Cormac, he, um, he showed up to play golf. Did he? He played well. 95. Yeah. What'd he shoot? 88. Wow. Oh, Corey. He shot 38 on the back. 50, wow. 38. <laughs> it was those hot dogs at the turn that got him. Nope. No hot dogs. Oh. And no booze for him. It was weird. So I downed six high noons in the car by myself. 
Well, yeah, no wonder. <laughs> Shooting in 88. Get on the PEDs. Yeah, yeah, I guess he was sober. Uh, so did that. And then uh, went to a comedy show Friday or Saturday evening that I already mentioned to you guys. What was Ooh, the best joke? Funny. Uh, not appropriate. Oh, right. No. So None it's of, true, I mean, the like, whole reason they don't let you record at comedy shows is because they stuff say stuff that would for sure get them canceled. Yeah, but you guys were involved in the show, though. You guys got called out. Yeah, Colby did for being having ginger hair. Yes, mm, classic. Yeah, it's it tough. My, one of my bigger fears is to like be at a comedy show and get called out. I just feel like I wouldn't do well with that. Oh, yeah. We were luckily in like. We were in the second or third row, but in all the way to the left. So I really didn't think anyone would look our direction. The first first guy up there looked right at us immediately. So that was tough. But the the people in the front middle, there's a bunch of couples. They they got called out all night long. Mm. It's just like God, that must be miserable. Yeah, just to be made fun of. But overall, it was funny. Uh, kind of wild we were... that that like genre, that occupation. Is one of the last beacons where you can just say whatever you want. Yeah, it's awesome, yes. really. It's like a nice, it's a nice break from everyday life. I got to mix those in every once in a while. I've never gone to a comedy show, so when I say every Only once the in a while, second I mean, I one I've gone to in my life. Well, I saw Kevin Hart. I mean, that's a comedy show, but that's like kind of big time. You saw Kevin Hart at the Breslin Center. I thought we were friends. I didn't know this. Oh, I kind of remember this now. Damn, that must really have been funny. early on. Wasn't Kesha was like out. Kesha and Lil Uzi Vert were at the Breslin, my friend. We had too. Kesha come to Butler too. She must have just been on a college tour at the that point. Meat. Well, Butler's a high school, but oh, touche. Anyways, it's smaller than Carmel High School, which is like twenty minutes north. <laughs> um, so then we were gonna go to because uh, we're in Detroit. Ended at eleven, so we're gonna go to Tin Roof. You know, popular spot. Yeah, line just down the block at 11 p.m. Well, you know why? Because our bartender was probably working there. Right. Right. Um, so the line cut. was ginormous. <laughs> so we didn't do that. And we we're like, oh, we'll just go to Royal Oak and just park, go somewhere. And uh, tools. Couldn't find parking. And everyone mm-hmm. was like, you know what? Let's just leave. It's a lot by beat ups, though. Yeah, they're both, both full and tow trucks in it. You know why? That's because it's, it's summer. People are out and about yeah, with their yeah. new fits. A lot of college kids home. Want to party in Royal Oak, I guess. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I did that. And then today I... Uh, Golfed again. No, I did. Well, I, I hit some balls because I had to go to Carl's Golf Land, use my gift card finally. Oh, yes. That I got for Christmas. So, I got some golf, new golf gloves, two of them crazy they're twenty dollars to get the good ones so do you have a rain glove in case uh my dad has set a set of rain gloves he gave me a long time ago but i've even when it rains i don't use them they don't work i heard uh i think it's dan rapaport on foreplay i'm pretty sure he wears a rain glove all the time because of how sweaty his hands get (laughs) it's just crazy to think about how sweaty could your hands get i mean my my hand does sweat really like right through it but I would never wear a rain glove. And it's That's black just, usually, which is just not, yeah, it's just not super lame. I go no. raw, raw dog. I used, I did that all of high school, but now my hands sweat more. Like Vladimir Guerrero. I, I would never puberty. go raw dog on a baseball sweating. bat. Because baseball, no. like, cause, 
Never on baseball. No, that would be terrible. Because it's weird because golf, you can never really sting your hands. Like Wrong. you can't the You definitely can if it's cold That's out. not even close to true. There's no Great. way. You've played golf six times in your life. You would have no idea. Six and times all you know like, is hostile rocket. So six times like ten. Those feel good. Evan, can you sting your hands with a golf swing? Yes. Oh, man. Yeah, see, you're stupid. That's not right? what I was looking for, man. <laughs> oh, my bad. But like not as much as a baseball, right? Correct. N- no worries. No, not, not the right. same. I don't know why I'm in some like alpha argument about this, but it just feels good to know that. <laughs> how do you sting it with a golf club quickly, though? Like how... Just low on the face or way out on the toe. Uh, colder There's weather. There's a million ways absolutely to hit it like horrendous. shit. Hmm. Oh, I know that. I've done that. I've found every million way. <laughs> no. You haven't even reached how bad you're going to be. That's not The more, even the more true. you start playing, the worse you're going to get. You think my first round in a couple of weeks will be good? I think it'll be solid. And then I yes. think you'll just be really terrible after that. Can I tell you one trust tree guys and everyone who's watching there's something i've been thinking about watching scotty scheffler um i might just not worry about as much as my feet moving like i'm not gonna yeah, try. i mean Grant, let's just be completely honest with everybody here you say this Doesn't shit every matter. summer <laughs> oh, okay. you're like yeah i'm just gonna do this yeah i'm gonna do this yeah i'm gonna do this it's not gonna Make well, a for huge a, difference. a long time, I try to listen to people who are good at golf. And one thing you always hear is keep your feet quiet, keep them still. But for me, I'm not flexible. And also coming from a baseball background, it feels very unnatural to be stuck in cement when I'm swinging something. So I'm not going to like, I'm not going to move my left foot. But like if my follow through, if my feet move a little bit more than they would in the past, I'm going to accept that because Sky Scheffler seems to be just okay doing that. My left foot moves on my backswing. That's bad. Cody heard. feet move all over the place. All right. So he's all Scotty Scheffler. Move. What are you, I'm what are you gonna, talking about? I'm just going to think, like, be an athlete. Just do what feels smooth. Be athletic over the ball. And if that means my feet move, that means my feet move. Whatever feels comfortable. You should just do whatever gets the ball in the air consistently. Well, that would in be the air and forward. throwing it. <laughs> in the air and forward. Yeah. <laughs> And maybe think less. Or stop, a worm burner. Stop sometimes, stuff a, up. sometimes a worm burner hybrid out of the rough, that'll get the job done. You just say that'll play. Yeah, you're just, you're just not very good. I just don't know how you're going to be good. <laughs> it's weird. It's just weird. For an athletic guy that's good at most sports, I'm just very surprised how bad oh, you are. I got golf shoes now, so look out. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You're also only gonna play this summer like three times, so yeah. Well, I don't. I gotta get my clubs first and foremost. There's a checklist I got. Getting my clubs is the first step. Probably priority. That, that helps. Cleaning that helps. gloves probably. Finding enough golf balls. Making sure I have tees. There's a lot of things that need to happen. You actually left a bag of tees here. Give them to me. <laughs> you can. <laughs> you can have them. Uh, is that all? Where am I at? Looks like we went on a tangent right there. He got it today. Oh, yeah. I was saying when I got it, Carl's Golfland. Two gloves. Carl. Box of Pro V1s. Boxer briefs. And a hat. And guess how much that totaled? Two gloves, one box of Pro Vs, and one hat. That's $150. Evan? Brinson, what, $150? He, you know, he gave us a hint earlier, Evan. I don't know if you caught it, but he gave us oh, one price gift hint. card. $116.86. Okay. Oddly specific and oddly he, directly correct. And he's right. <laughs> no. 
It was uh, one thirty to two. Ooh, Evan and I split it. Yeah, I'll take it. Nice. <laughs> yeah, because you said gloves are twenty. Pro V ones are ridiculous. Fifty yeah, dollars, forty dollars. Ridiculous. And the hat was like twenty five, maybe thirty. <laughs> then he came back and watched golf. What a weekend! Yeah, yeah. fell asleep on the couch, woke up oh, on hole ten, so nice. and got after it the rest of the day. Cleaned the apartment a little too. Spring cleaning. That's a common thing on mine. Evan, what happened to you this last week? Let's see. Last weekend, it was Mother's Day weekend. Enjoyed the Tigers, Tigers game. game. That was two weeks ago. No, that was last weekend, Alex. Last not, weekend was Mother's not Day? this current One weekend. Seven days on. from today. Yes, I was oh, at the Tigers. Time is just moving strangely for me. Slow down. <laughs> uh, Tigers game. Enjoyed that. It was nice weather. So... Took your shirt off. I did not oh. take my shirt off. You said nice weather. It was nice weather, but not nice, my nice first. weather. It was All like right. low sixties, but sunny. Um, and then this past week, just baseball galore. Um, busy you with like having this much baseball all the time. It, it's more busy, Alex, because mm, we're hosting our tournament. We're hosting our tournament this Memorial Day weekend. And so there's a lot of stuff that has to get involved and obviously being in charge of the team, you're responsible for a lot of it. The skipper. People call you Skip. No, yeah, but I'm saying, do you like it? Oh, I enjoy it. It's all right. I mean, it's like head. being this busy with baseball. Be sitting at home all day. So Agreed. you like it or you don't? I do enjoy it. The JV season's all of it. Every second that I'm on the baseball field, mm. coaching athletes and being around them, I enjoy it, Alex. Mm. What about Evan, the would, look, would Evan love to be Jake, Jake Boss of the Curb and take the job at MSU? Yes, but he's going to work his way up to that. So yes. there's layers to it. How long has the Big Ten tournament in baseball been a thing? Uh, I don't know. Alex, why do you ask impossible questions? <laughs> Does anybody know? Probably since no, when the realignment go. joined. Because Michigan State had never even made it to play in it. False, Alex. Until you watched them at your house. I they haven't made it since it on 2018. Twitter. No, 2018. First so Big Ten it. tournament appearance. 1981. We won the Big Ten was championship in 2011, so we definitely went that year. What was there a Big Ten tournament? Well, I'm confused because I saw you said 1981 about it was, was like, the first year it was a tournament. I agree, but I saw that. That is wrong. Like, wrong. Oh, that's why I was asking because it seemed Jeez. absurd. Fake news. And breaking news. Michael Block is playing next week in the PGA event. He's Alex, been for, special invite. I can't believe we're on this. This is why podcasts last two hours. You guys have appeared 14 times in the Big Ten tournament. <laughs> yes. Saw a tweet about it, man. I don't like know what I was to Call him out. Did you guys know Wisconsin baseball dropped their program in 1991? Yep. I did now. That's wild. Um, I there's Chris Solari that tweeted that. <laughs> That's just unnecessary. You have no idea. <laughs> Sorry, Evan. Go ahead. Uh, so just a lot of busy work with baseball, JV, um, travel. Grant, I know a job that you never want. You never want to be a tournament director. No. Never be in charge of a tournament director because that guy, those guys are just absolute a-holes. They're in it for mm. a profit, and we got screwed over this past weekend, so I had to cancel. I backed out. Just an absolute Sorry joke to hear of that. Show. Did you get your money back? No. Damn. Because they screwed us over so bad. 
Yep. Um, let's it see. is crazy. To your point, like we, had, I had a very baseball involved childhood. A lot of times at Mitchell Park, a lot of times going places, and there always did seem to be tournament drama. And I just can never figure out why such a simple concept always something always hit the fan. It did. Yeah. So uh, I was supposed to hang out with Alex this weekend because I was supposed to have a tournament Mm -hmm. in Farmington Hills again, but then they joined two tournaments, made it a huge mega tournament, and they pushed my age group an hour farther up into Macomb County. And it gave us a day and a half notice with the schedule. This is like the Super League in soccer. Yep, with the schedule released on Wednesday. And we were supposed to play Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Two hours there, two hours back, four hours driving, or pay for a hotel room. So we backed out. That's messed up. Thanks, Alex. Um, Other than that, uh, then JV Baseball this past weekend, Saturday... Um, they have one more doubleheader on Thursday, so JV season ends, and then it's into district play for varsity. So baseball, high school baseball is winding down, while travel baseball, we're just about halfway through. A lot of games left. So, Arrows Classic, if, you're, if everyone's bored Memorial Day weekend and want to come down to T-Town and watch some travel baseball, give us a shout. Or if you want to ump, give us a shout. Always looking for umpires. Mm-hmm. One of the better ways to honor the troops is to watch America's pastime. Yeah, I'll be so. busy. Oh, sure you will. Okay, Alex. I said I'm going to North Carolina. Mm. Damn it, you did say that. Um, my week. Man, I wish I had more. I'll be honest. <laughs> um, one thing I can bring, like air last week, watching air, I watched the Conor McGregor documentary. Already? Didn't that come out like yesterday? Came out in the middle of the week. Wow. Um, you did. Oh, Alex, slow week. calm down, dude. I did it last. I did it on a Saturday night. was relaxing for the weekend. It was about three hours because it's four parts. It's not like one. Oh, it's a show type doc. thing. It's a four-part documentary. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I don't know. You say what you want about the guy. I understand his wrongdoings. Um, he's a little crazy. But I've always drawn inspiration from McGregor because he came from absolutely nothing in Ireland, was collecting welfare checks before his first fight. Um, And like another thing I respected that you saw throughout the series was he never makes excuses when he loses. It was always like, I got beat. I'm going to lose. I will get better from it. Kind of gruesome. I forgot how his career ended against Poirier this third time when he twisted his ankle and broke it. That was so gruesome. They showed that slow mo. I just yeah, that was gross. Well, it's it sucked too because you see the you see like the training camp. Also, training camps for fighting is so wild. The amount of times he would get injured in his own camp was like there has to be a better way to do this. But I guess you have to prepare how do you for the fight, fight and not go full blown. Yeah. You have to. Like he broke his toes. Um, before the Khabib fight, like a I month I think that before. happens for like every fighter. They break something right before. And another reason why I respect him is a lot of fighters will delay the fight or back out, but he prides himself on not doing that unless he absolutely has to. So broke his toes before the Khabib fight and just was like rehabbed it to get so he was okay to fight. Um, but yeah, it was very fascinating. It was basically from 2018 to present day insane the amount of money he made they they did a tour of his yacht that he bought so um, he can't fight anymore right i think he's just done i think he's too old and i think he's just moved on 
Because um, I don't remember him ever like officially. I mean, he retired like four times. Yeah, they show that. Like, so he retired because he wanted to put pressure on the UFC for the Poirier fight because they weren't giving him the fight and he didn't understand why. So he just decided to retire as a, like a fu to them. And then they're like, "No, don't retire. We will make the fight." So he used it as leverage, which was an interesting backstory. But they showed like the raw emotion after the Khabib fight of him walking into the dressing room, like just I no saw that cuts. Clip on Twitter. And, his little kid, his little boy runs up to him and gives him a hug. It's pretty, it's like sad stuff, like sentimental, like just putting yourselves in the shoes. And you just think like, what if he were a fighter? Like the toll it takes on his wife and his family and all the people around him that like you just get locked in a cage with another man trying to kill you. And it's like, we're here to support you. It's one of the craziest jobs of all time. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. It really is. Um, I mean, maybe though, because the money is sweet if you're good. <laughs> well, you do have a boxing bag in your room, so you're basically there. <laughs> no, it's not in here. It's taken down. It's in the closet. Oh, man. Just haven't, All haven't right. put it back well, up can, yet. You can catch Alex slipping in a bar fight. He's not sharp. <laughs> not sharp right now. going to have to get back into it. <laughs> On a brighter note, um, different note, I guess. Did some spring cleaning this weekend. Um a lot this of old like this is the number one most boring topic you've ever brought up on this show. No, there has to be different spring cleaning. Yeah, you know when the weather gets warm, you like will start looking at your stuff and you're like, oh, I need to throw some of this stuff away. That gives me crippling anxiety thinking about spring cleaning. Just try it, it's nice. No. I'd like to give Sounds a like- shout out to <laughs> Go ahead. No, sorry. Sounds like what? No, continue. <laughs> um, I'd like to give a shout out to Trader Joe's, the grocery store. Also boring, sure. But uh, mm-hmm. I went there for the first time in a long time today. And it's just a great store. If I, you're ever near one, I encourage you to go. Low prices. Did you buy a good... four pack of syrup from there? No. <laughs> what? Oh. You're saying because there's some in Birmingham? Yeah, I used it this morning on my Eggo waffles. I think some that was a Christmas. Think that was a Christmas gift. Echo <laughs> waffles. Those are so gross. <laughs> I think Evan I mean, likes yeah. those. I'm in the minority, but I do not like those. Oh yeah, you we know Evan like waffles. Those. I do not. Donut. I do not. Donut. <laughs> you donut like, like waffles. I would rather eat a donut than eat waffles. <laughs> well, yeah, that that's was fine. Gift. Well, yeah, it's 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 mid syrup to say the least. Give me some know. Aunt Jemima. Um, the only other last thing I thought was interesting is I finally dove into what this AI hype was about and the, uh, it's called chat GPT is the software you just like create, it's free. You just put an email in, um, so you're in their database. So great. But then you just ask it random prompts and it's amazing what it spits back out. It's, it's crazy. I mean, you sent me four of them on Saturday morning. I was like, wow, we must be having a crazy weekend. <laughs> For uh, I think it was Friday. It was after that was work. Saturday morning. No, no, no. Yes. All right, maybe it was. <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, oh, I was, I was, I was listening to the. I was like, I was, what is he doing? I was listening to the Bill Simmons show. Listening to the NBA, and then he had a guy that knows AI on the back end, and they were talking about. It. I was like, I need to see what this, what the hype is about. But just for reference, Evan, like if you were to go to this software instead of Google, it's like Google on steroids. I'd say, like I just typed this in. I typed in, find me examples of NBA coaches who were successful without any prior head coaching experience. And then it's like, certainly, here are five examples. And it just lists them Eric all off, like a, a mini paragraph about them, like Steve Kerr, Spolstra. Um, Nick Nurse. Brad Stevens, Nick Nurse. So it's kind of like Siri, I guess, but it's more detailed. It is wild 
that there's a, a software that could just pull all this information if you ask it something. Did you learn anything? Life no, skills? No, the, the only two ones I tried were the ones I sent to you because I was like, the other one was like one of the worst Lions draft picks of all time. And it pretty much got them all right, I would say. It was Charles Rogers, Joey Harrington, Mike Williams, Titus Young. Not Joey Harrington's fault. Bad offensive line. Ziggy Ansah. No, Evan. He was good Evan for Ziggy was pretty good Stop. for a little bit. Eric Ebron. No, he was good. Yeah. Jeff he had one great I season. Say he, I would say he's up there. Um, TJ Hawkinson. Mm. Cade Cunningham. Adam Camus. Well, that's, that's, not, that's not true. Chat Holmgren. That's, that's just not true. That one Joey could Hauser. be true. Um, Evan, we had some listener questions that you were not able to answer on last week's show. People worried about your negativity. Which it's not negativity, it's just facts and reality. You're That's a facts and reality. <laughs> yeah, <it> is. <laughs> Opinions are not facts and reality. False we flag. That we were not getting to get the first pick in the Spurs we're gonna get. That was a fact. And you guys Yeah, just, but that's not that was not on the podcast, Evan. Yeah, but that was a fact to you guys, and you guys just didn't accept that until actually it happened. You it wasn't actually a fact at the mo- at the time you said it. The NBA it's rigged for any team that tries to oh. tank for the number one pick because the worst right. team the last five years. Evan is going right back to his negativity. And dabbing. How is it? How is it negative that, that the Pistons suck? Just, they suck. Didn't get the first pick. They're gonna suck next. This year. is not what we're talking about. We're asking why oh. you've been. Ne- their people are asking why you've been negative in the last two shows. Why I've been? Well, there's topics. What positive talk do I need to talk about? Well, the question, Evan, is when will Evan be positive on an episode? Well, can I get some examples of the negative talk? I'm trying to think because what could I? Okay, so I think if we think back. Oh, the Noel draft. Kim will not be as good as painful. Right. No, so I think it's, being bad. I think the draft. Evan the draft will be positive about what he wants to be, but I think the stretch of Thorne leaving, Hendon Hooker draft pick, which he did not like, and then just the Pistons are his tires for Alex. So, like, it just kind of was a snowball. Openly wants the, t- the Pistons to be bad. I don't want the tires to be bad. It's a little I, different. I don't think I want the Pistons to be bad. Just they are the worst. It felt like last week, Evan. You really wanted them to be bad. You it made me feel good when they to didn't know get that the first we weren't pick. getting the first pick. It made me chuckle and laugh because I knew it wasn't going to happen. It made me laugh. Yeah, that's demented. There's, I don't know what the word is for that. That's something though. <laughs> <laughs> Sicko. Um, so will so you ever I, be positive on an episode? I think you get. You're seeing a pot more positive Evan today. Yeah, I will be. He loves what are we talking about? Debacles, so that'll get him in a chipper mood. <laughs> Pistons coach search, he'll be very negative. Don't care about who's that. No, that's, that's good for him, actually. Premier League, his team was terrible. I'm sure he'll be negative about it. We that. lost one nothing today to the Champions League. Possibly, some, Tigers some have lost three something. games in a row. Yeah, we'll see. Two. We two, two games in a row, Alex. Chill out. Oh. Well, Spencer Torkelson's right, actually that. heating up. So I don't follow that closely, so it's good that I know that we're on a losing streak. This was the last we had a um, voice. We had a voicemail about Evan as well, but oh. it's a little expired. But it was just funny, and I appreciate people sending these in, so we'll play it. Hey fellas, this is Gene. I Gino. just wanted to let you Gino. guys know that I literally laughed out loud when Evan made a comparison between Hutch and Lucas Van Ness. <laughs> same guy. <laughs> same guy. Not the same guy. And secondly, I just want to point out to Evan again 
Victor Wembayama is not Chet Holmgren because I know he's on the podcast when I'm talking some shit. <laughs> and I just want you guys to know that Victor Wembayama will be the next Kevin Durant. And hopefully, they Detroit Pistons. Thank you guys. Have a good recording. So, unfortunately, that did not happen. But <laughs> negativity Evan, is also providing humor for people as well. So yeah. I say don't change. I won't. You were Just a hot topic at golf last week. You were. What was I? Your takes were a hot topic at golf. <laughs> the Van Ness Hutch one is an all time. People were furious about that one. <laughs> Who did your brother? I mean, I guess so. Like, that we can't, we can laugh now, but if Van Ness has like a good rookie year, I guess. Oh, great. Yeah, they are. Stop it. I mean, what? He was drafted 14th, right? It's not like he's are you some Are you playing into this all of a sudden? <laughs> no. But they're both Midwestern white dudes that look similar. And if one has nine sacks in his rookie year, you could be like, yeah, I guess that is Hutchinson. <laughs> okay. It's I'm crazy. not. I would obviously take Hutchinson. Okay. Right now, if you put them next to each other, I would take Hutchinson, obviously. I'm just saying it's not like. I'm sure, Evan's it could work it. out in Evan's favor. <laughs> right, right. But Evan's Evan serious was, about it. I don't think it's Evan, a bit. Evan was doing a shock, it's a, bit. A, a shock value take, but it can't. It, you can't completely deem it wrong. Bit. It's yeah. not a bit. Evan, is it a bit? I mean, it's it just it's just a hot take. We'll see if it pays off in rookie year. <laughs> just skip Bayless, baby. Doubling down on it. Doubling down. Don't double down on it. Um. All right. Another topic near and dear to everyone's heart. Caleb, Caleb Love. 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 No love lost in What's Anarchy? the true story no behind this? Because I was reading articles today. It was a bunch of Michigan slappies saying, well, he never got accepted because he's not smart enough. The true story from the slappies and like unaffiliated Who's CBS reporters is it's admissions, which is why he tweeted out that quote tweet. Like two weeks ago, saying I will be playing for Michigan because it wasn't I heard the kids. That's not true. Then you got you got some explaining to do. Then then they, you have a different take than the rest of the country. So what did you hear? <laughs> that once uh, he saw the roster finally shape out the way it did, he was like, "This team stinks. I don't want to play for them anymore." Maybe plus his grades are bad. I would assume his grades are probably yeah. really good. I'm going to go with grades because I also have seen other fan bases like the Indianas. Um, their message boards are saying that they don't even know if they can get into Indiana. I think the admissions mm. thing is a real deal. I think his credits they were may, very, He might have very basket-weaving like, type classes. I just think he wasn't. he didn't have enough credits through three years of college, like a, a shockingly low amount. Is what I truly think. Because I don't think like the roster was pretty much already set two weeks ago, and he quote tweeted saying, "I am playing for Michigan." And then Mel Tucker said he's returning to Colorado. The rule of thumb we have is if there's buzz that someone's leaving and they st- and they say they're staying, they're probably leaving. That's one of the rules of college athletics that we've learned. It is now yeah. deemed true. And so he's out. Um, the it's question is, is this a good thing or a bad thing for Michigan, Alex? You answered it right there. No, it's a bad thing because you guys don't have anybody on your team. Timing-wise, yeah, it becomes <laughs> a bad that, thing. You have no one. You have one recruit coming in? One? Yeah. George Washington the third. You have one kid coming in. George Washington's a like transfer that child. was awful. Or he's not awful, but he wasn't very good. The if Seton you're talking Hall about... Kid, 
Okay, I was gonna say if you're gonna say Burnett, I will defend Burnett. I think he's gonna be a dog. Yeah, you I mean he's certainly not gonna be that good. <laughs> like defensive. Okay. Yeah, I just I wonder, you know, there's a lot of head coaching jobs available in the NBA. If Juwan gets an interview, he should bounce. This I team stinks. That down. Evan, and you coach. They got worse. How long does Jawan keep dealing with this, and how long would you keep dealing with this if you were a coach, Evan? Well, I would always. You're in it for the long haul, especially when you're crying at the podium saying you're a Michigan man and this is your dream job. So, I mean, you created the monster. You got to fix the monster. And with college basketball, I think it's, it would be an easy fix with the transfer portal, uh, recruiting one class no, can save your The transfer tenure. portal for Michigan is different because they can only get Ivy League transfers, basically. Well, I'm talking about the less this year. There's going to be other transfers in the portal that are actually going to have better grades. It's just you're, yeah. you're talking about one bad apple, and then you're going to compare them to the rest. No, you can be out of recruits that you can well, get. Well, they had the same thing happen last year with Terrence Shannon. Well, two. I mean, and I just Papa think Conte. just coincidence. If it's if it happens again next year, Alex, then it'll be a try. three guys in in two off seasons, two transfers. Like the and button I'm hitting is I'm leaving. Crew. Goodbye. I don't want to deal with this. I think you should fix that. Otherwise, Michigan basketball will be like dead for four or five years, unless you get yeah, one of the best college basketball coaches. Because beyond left, because you want to care about that. Be my left because he wasn't Wait. putting up with the recruits leaving early when they weren't supposed to. Now Howard's going to leave because he blew up the roster and I can't fix it. Evan, were you saying it's going to be bad if he leaves now? Or are you saying he, Michigan's best hope is that he stays and fixes it? I, I think, think I he should fix it. I don't know if that's the best okay. hope, but I think he should fix it. You asked me if I was in John Howard's shoes, I would stay there and fix it as best as possible. I would leave. I want to know his thoughts. I think I think this loved one might be like, I'm done with doing this because he is regarded well in the NBA. We saw now it might just be because our GM has an obsession with Kevin Ali, but if Kevin Ali is getting a head coaching job, Jawan Howard could easily get a head coaching interview in the NBA. He was already he was getting an assistant. them. He was interviewed for the Wolves job before Michigan, but it's a two-way street here because one person can be, oh, the, the, the admissions is doing Jawan dirty by just rejecting these talented kids that would help the program. Or two, you can look at it, Jawan, this is the this is the third instance it's happened. Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you. Like, figure it out. Like, you know what admissions is going to say no to. So, when Terrence Shannon gets rejected, when Papa Conte can't come to school as a recruit. Why are you taking a shot on Caleb Love when you probably know his academics are bad if you get all the information from him? But I could see him just being pissed at this point, being like, this is my last year. I'm done after this because I'm not dealing with... Like, I'm watching all these other teams sell their souls to the devil to get kids into their school, and I'm being told I can't take a kid from North Carolina. That also pissed me off. North Carolina is a very good school. I know they had their scandal with basketball classes, but I'm guessing they cleaned that up or things would still be happening. Like, how can you not get in from North Carolina, but a kid from coastal Carolina can become an edge rusher at Michigan? I also just am curious about this double standards of like Michigan football versus basketball. Is it different? Because like, why does coastal Carolina make it in, but North Carolina kid cannot make it in? It's not. I don't think it's based on the name of the school. I think it's probably Caleb Love took like six gym classes 
and he didn't have any actual like credits needed to be in undergrad school. Yeah, at Michigan, and, and I guess like, if you learn that studies, has he graduated classes. yet? I probably is. what's holding him back. Yeah, I think he's been there three. He was there three he's years. Been there four, three, three full years. Yeah, which is a hard time to transfer. I do understand that. Basically, when Michigan comes down to you, you have to be a grad transfer, or you have to be like just finished your freshman year. So just like your entry level classes transfer, and then you like take your major at Michigan, but. At the end of the day, and then we had like the Dickinson, like that got some headlines of him saying that they wouldn't pay him six figures, which I am a fan of. I don't think the kid deserves six figures. Um, I mean, with it, how much other t- dudes are making that, it was a little surprising that he didn't make that much. I guess, but like, I mean, they I gave guess, him s- no one really knows what anybody's making is also maybe he that's, I guess he did. Maybe I'm being salty, Grant hindsight, he's the best but, player on your team, but Elite Eight year he was not the central focus he was carried by nba players around him they did not make the final four the second year they underachieved all year and then he got not lucky but he rose up finally and made the sweet 16 but again we're not hanging banners for that and then this year they completely underachieved so am i upset that he didn't get paid six figures and left no not at all so i didn't i thought that was also a little tacky to like throw that out there and i mean he's a weird guy what do you expect yeah, I guess you're right. If he was classy when he left, it wouldn't have made any sense. So, yeah, he stayed on brand. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's still good players out there. That's not the podcast to get into, like, who they can get. We'll just react if it happens. But I'm a little hopeful that they can get – they have, like, three open spots. So, they have work they can do. Um, but these guys – I mean, who knows if a kid – there's a kid from North Dakota State I like, but can his credits transfer? I don't know. Like, how hard is it to build a program there? It's a different world. And before people say like Beeline did it, different era. Beeline didn't have to deal with all this NIL stuff. I'm not sure how he would have done with it. Tom Izzo's doing it right now. Yeah, he's doing it the right way. (laughs) Damn. I'm not saying you're wrong. I just just love the way that you said it, like the right Ah, way. Got to get my chips in sometimes. But also you can say the same thing. It just depends on the kids. Like I thought we were doing it the right way when we booked the top three recruiting class and it just turned out those kids didn't have that dog in them. And then they all leave after one year um, and jump to the NBA and get drafted. Good for them. But they didn't make an impact on the team that much in college. And then you looking around like, oh, Everybody left and we were supposed to have a great class and we didn't get anything from it. So it can That's why you have to recruit good character guys on top of good skills. George Washington the third, baby. Good character guy. Maybe. Um all right. On the other side of the aisle in Ann Arbor, bad, bad news. Um, which is exciting. You guys get to learn about this. Let me see if I can pull up. Let me see if I can pull up um the tweets in reference. So basically, long story short. Um, his real name is Glenn Schembechler. It goes by Shemmy, S-H-E-M-Y, which is a, which is a, uh, a red flag there. Uh, background, the name might sound familiar when we did our Bo Schembechler scandal story. Shemmy was Bo's legitimate son who called the stepbrother a liar. Uh, the stepbrother was the one saying that um, Bo like, said, shut your mouth or like, I'll beat you up if you tell about Dr. Anderson or whatever, however the story went. I should not I should get my facts straight, but we all know it was a very bad situation. Um and it still leaves a lot of Michigan fans rubbed the wrong way. That the statue's still up and nothing really has happened from it. Um, so it's not good overall. But just some background on Shemi. He came to Bo's defense instantly and said, no, the stepbrother is an absolute liar. So background on him. 
Um, he gets hired, Michigan's assistant of uh, football recruiting, which he's an assistant, but still assistant director of football recruiting at a team that just made the playoff. It's a pretty big job, I would say. Probably making a handsome amount of money. I don't know if it's six figures there or anything like that, but pretty solid money, I would say. So as the internet works, um, people dive through his likes on his Twitter account and they see a lot of messed up things. They're like, oh, this guy seems to be a little unhinged. Now, a lot of them were more Republican based, which is fine. I mean, everyone gets into politics how they want, but there was a few that crossed over from just being Republican pro-Trump into racial tones. And again, this isn't him tweeting it. This is him liking tweets about it. Let me see if I can find the actual tweet in reference. So it's kind of hard to see, but ignore the, the little the quip from Sheehan here, but you yeah, can I see did see this, this but guy. I didn't do put any like much thought into it behind it. I thought it was just like trolls or whatnot. I didn't. I didn't it's really hard to see. The dots to it. Can you click each picture, please? No, because it's like this is. I can read it though, because I can see it better. But um, the gist is like you probably would need to know more context of like what the conversation was above. But you can see this mercurial guy says talking to someone, you should practice reading and comprehension. And yes, slavery and Jim Crow forced the black family to strive and create businesses and cultivate a basis of wealth for themselves and their families, as opposed to now he was saying like they get a reliance of handouts that make them soft. So he's trying to state what he thinks are facts, saying that somehow slavery and Jim Crow helped black people become tougher and like not deal with welfare. So just a weird thing to be liking. Um, pretty hard and fast in history that Jim Crow laws were awful and there was nothing good about them. So pretty common sense there. And then this one on the right is tough to see, but it's basically someone saying another nonsensical tweet from the leader of the House minority, which I believe the leader of the House minority is black. And there's a bunch of um, black people around a campfire that makes them look very uncivilized. So some of Shemi's likes um, and you can imagine First of all, this is just bad to be doing in general. No matter what line of life you're in, we've, we're in 2023, racism, there's no place for it anymore. But you have to think on top of that, that you're stepping into a sport where there is a lot of black athletes and a lot of black coaches and people you work with every day. And as the statements from Jim and Ward said, like people obviously saw this and were pissed off. Like imagine anyone on the team is just like, yeah, we're, we're bringing this guy in to be our assistant AD of recruiting. And then this guy, hypothetically, if he's going into people's living rooms, trying to pitch them to Michigan with a black family, um, the parents would be like, hey, what's this about? Like you liking these tweets, explain that. Just a total idiotic move by this guy and also total idiotic move by the department itself. Like any HR company worth anything would have checked this before. And to make matters worse, when this came out over the weekend, there's so an instant solution was instead of just addressing it one or getting rid of them, then they tried to have, I don't know, there was jokes that they made an intern do it, which you can picture over the weekend on Saturday or Friday, spend their day scrubbing this guy's likes. I think someone did the math and like he had 2000 less likes after a day. So they had someone go in and scrub a bunch of controversial stuff probably that he was liking because... He's probably a bad guy. I mean, he's a bad guy. I don't, I'm trying to, I guess I say probably just to cover us, but like you can probably gather if this guy's liking this, he's probably a little unhinged. He's probably lost his mind on the far right of our society and 
probably not a great guy. And some other things that just annoy me about this in general, besides like the nepotism angle, I was very curious about what was going on. Why did this guy even get brought into the program anyways? Because if you guys recall, Michigan's doing very well with recruiting. I found it surprising that they needed to go out and hire assistant director. Anyways, we go to Glenn Shemi Schenblecker's LinkedIn page. Yes, LinkedIn page. And we'll start from the last decade, okay? Because he had scouting experience in the NFL for the then Redskins, now Commanders, for like 12 years before this. Again, not the greatest franchise. Um, then, so he was a college scouting consultant for 10 months with the Seahawks from 2012 to 2013. So didn't last long. Then he was the director of strategic recruiting for Title Boxing Club for a year and seven months. Okay, so he's out of football. He's at a boxing club. Then he starts his own GES advisory company for eight years, which is just public speaking motivational for colleges and high school athletes. Okay cool GAS advisory company. Then he's a consultant per, for power play strategies. Don't know what that is, but it's not football. And then he gets back into scouting. Wonder how that happened. Maybe the name for the Oakland Raiders for three years and 11 months, and then he gets fired from that job. And then we decide to hire him for this job. So it's not like this guy was the hottest thing in football. Okay. And then... <laughs> You'll see this tweet made me laugh out loud from a reporter, Jason Locke Confora. Um, He didn't really hold any punches with it as it loads here. There it is. From someone whose opinion I think very highly from an NFL front office, quote, Shemi was hands down one of the dumbest people I've ever worked with. And that was before I knew anything about those tweets. That about sums it up. Nepotism sucks. I mean... I don't, this guy has like 500,000 followers, NFL reporter. I don't think he's making this up. It just aggravates me so much as a Michigan fan. One, it's embarrassing because then like when people ask you, so what's going on with Michigan? I mean, this made national headlines. This was covered by Fox News, CBS, like a bunch of places because it touches that spicy politics topic. Um, But it's just embarrassing. And also it's so risky to try to do something like this when you have the national title in your sights. Like you are... This is supposed to be one of the best years in Michigan football coming up, and you're just going to be blinded, obviously, Harbaugh. I'm just going to hire Shemi Schembechler, who is a bad guy, and frankly, according to people, not that smart in football. So all in all, just one of the dumber, dumber situations I've seen this football team do, which has had a lot of dumb situations over the last calendar year, and it's getting frustrating, and I just have to keep reminding myself as a fan that I'm just going to do my best just to support the athletes on this team that are good people like the Blake Corums and McCarthy's of the world and try to ignore this BS that happens because of some of the people that are higher up in that university. That's really my thoughts on that. It is, Alex. It's ridiculous. Like knowing all that background I gave you, it's like how, one, how do you not catch that? Two, how do you, I mean, we know how it happens. It's Harbaugh loves the Schembechlers and he's like, I'll hire him. It's probably as simple as it went. And no one there was like, let's look at his tweets first. And then you have this BS. And I know people were annoyed that they said he resigned instead of fired. I mean, that's just trying to do him a solid. Like, they fired him. Like, they just told him you need to leave. And he resigned. He would not resign. He probably thinks he did nothing wrong still, honestly. (laughs) So, I don't know. Like I said, annoying, embarrassing as a fan just gross like i just 
I, I just pray when football is happening for that that team because outside of that in the offseason, everything is a clown show. Everything that's gone on. Mm. Yeah. We still don't know what's happening with Matt Weiss. I still would love to know what that Ooh, was about. Or you won't because uh, the Detroit media likes to uh, not report things about Michigan University. Or it's just like me, the University are you of Michigan. Almost like they're a wall of blue or something. They're like a piece of shit. For that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's true. It's a joke. Oh yeah. yeah. So yeah, I didn't. I didn't know if you guys had any other thoughts on the matter, but after learning, uh, I mean, yeah, I think you summed it up well. Joke. All of that was. That's no, a joke. I just don't. Added to. How can you be a elite program and then run it the way they do? It just doesn't make any sense. They're lucky they're good at football because they would I know, be it a almost, massive dumpster fire if not. It almost made me be like, how are they winning on field so much That's with all this clown? Makes no sense. I don't know how they are. I am a little worried though. This is too in the weeds for this show, but um, I sent, I think, sent you guys the article about Biff Pogey and the impact he had. Oh, I'm yeah. like corralling guy Biff. Oh, He's gone. He's in Charlotte now. So I think things coach, get right? wonky. Get wonky in that football office with not like him corralling Harbaugh and like what he wants to do. So love my guy Biff. Love Biff. Um, don't love Shemi. <laughs> Glad he's away from the program. And then also this caused a big divide because there's obviously some bad apples in every fan base. And they were like, oh, why is Shemi fired? This is cancel culture. Uh, it goes a little bit deeper than just politics when it becomes racial. And that's when you just like. And he's he also lo- the dumbest person in sports. Yep. And it's not like a beautiful <laughs> phrase for the job. Anyway, yes. that's that. Anybody with a nickname Shemi is a moron. That's tough. Sorry that's to tough. all the Shemis out there. There can't be many, right? I can't That's imagine there's any. <laughs> Especially spelled just like that. Shemmy um, <laughs> Gillen. Joke. Shemmy Cadmus. Let's talk to you about the Pistons coaching. Shemmy Lethal Tickle Cadmus. Update. As I try to pull this tweet up, um, what do you guys know? Have you guys seen anything about the latest I, updates I, with the Pistons coaching say, man, search? The Pistons are like almost dead to me. I don't care about they're it. Dead. I don't look for it. I don't. I mean, try they just to look need to be it. all the way dead. Boycott them if you're gonna do no, this. No, they're not dead because Kate Cunningham's elite. Jaden Ivey's elite. Wow, he's a bust by your standards. They're not a bust. He's not, not a bust. Just, just your bust definition. He's not my bust definition. Evan gets no Wyatt called Kate a bust. Um, Wyatt, I'm not going to read the whole thing out loud, but yeah. basically the gist mm-hmm. was is, you already sent us this one. Did I? Yeah. Oh yeah. So you I'm just it. pulling it up for the show. Yeah, I sent it to you guys. I said what a clown show. Um. So yeah, the gist of this is that the three candidates Lee Collins and Ali met with Goris that week in L.A. before the lottery, and it says, "quote He left none of them. They left Goris." without a standout impression basically saying he just didn't like any of the three candidates so now we have this power struggle in the front office that weaver had his guys and gorse is like these guys stink Uh, he made it maybe he didn't say it like that this just seems kind of like another clown show because you had your three finalists very publicly there are no one's hired yet the lottery has come and gone we're still waiting here as a bunch of jobs are open, a bunch of candidates are open, and people are moving. And we were one of the first teams to fire our coach, and we still are coachless. And we have a very young squad that probably is like sitting there during the offseason, like, oh, I wonder, like, you know, what kind of drills our coach wants us to be working on. 
I know MBA is different. You just work with your own trainers. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> I'm reaching. But I just think it helps an organization know who their leader is and like know maybe what their offense is like, what they demand of their players. I think getting a coach as soon as possible, once you've done the initial research, is beneficial. And we're just dragging our feet. And I don't know what's going to happen now. But then there also was a report that if we had gotten Wembanyama, we were going to go all in on Monty Williams. I don't fully understand that. I don't know why we can't just go all in now. I don't know what went. Don't maybe Monty. Maybe Monty doesn't want the Pistons unless they had Wembanyama. I'm also confused by that. Something we have to think about. Who wants to but really be in Detroit? I guess my question is to you guys: um, Where does it go from here if those candidates didn't impress Gorris? What What do you think happens from here? I think Gorris is probably looking for someone a little more name brand, um, bigger fish in the sea, someone with a lot more experience, somebody he thinks is like, oh, he's done it before, he's going to do it here. John Beeline, um, but let's bring in another Dwayne Casey, correct. <clears throat> So I hope that's not Stan true. Stan Van, hooray! <laughs> Mark Jackson, oh, please. JJ Redick, no. You see, he interviewed. Yeah, and I've for seen a his, job. His takes are job. wild these days. It's just all over the spectrum. He's turning himself into Skip Bayless. <laughs> um, Alex, what's the feeling you get? Where do we go from here? <laughs> Where do we I, go from here? Jay Wright, that's where you go. That's oh, where you go. Talk to me nice. Keep talking. Just you talk. just you bundle up that bag of money you've been saving and you just throw it at him. Make him say and then no. We, and then we take Cam Whitmore. And then we, we take Cam coach, Whitmore. But he recruited. But knows him. Obviously. Knows him. Probably best and friends. Probably have each other's numbers. You trade for Sadiq and you bring him back, and then you just you run it up Villanova style and win the title. You lost me with the Sadiq bit. I just said that because he went to Villanova. And we take Mikhail Bridges and Jalen Brunson. I was just going to say, Jalen Brunson has to be a Piston Dante DiVincenzo, and we just recreate the team that beat Michigan. We don't need Dante. Uh, The Pistons could definitely use Dante off their bench. We should bring in Draymond with Dante in a trade package. Yes. I think Draymond could get our young guys to really work together. Yeah. No, yeah, you're right. definitely help our defense. I keep getting worried, though, like – Seeing punch someone in the face, and then like admitting, yeah. like, yeah, we would have won the title if I didn't punch Jordan Poole in the face. But to be fair, that's yeah. champagne problems. I'd love to be, I'd love to lose. He could punch in the anybody in the mouth yeah. if we win a championship. <laughs> not, not Cade. You can't punch Cade. Well, I don't think he would. I think Jordan Poole is like kind of a so yeah. makes sense evil. why he'd get punched. Also, Michigan, think- Michigan State rivalry for those two, so it's even more not surprising. I, I think don't Jay think you'd punch Cade or Jay would Nivey. go after Draymond. I think Jay and I would go after Draymond. I don't think we have battle. guys on our team that would take a punch well. Like our uh, team is angry. Isaiah Stewart would go berserk if Draymond punched him. Yeah, there actually would be no one on the team that could break that up if him and Draymond got into it. So that would probably be a violent practice battle often. If I'm, yeah. if I'm just imagining those two going at it, they would probably... And, oh, actually, Duran could break it up. He's a man-child. <laughs> He's 18. <laughs> 19 now, I think. Guys, don't fight. I got to go to prom. Maybe 20. I don't know where it goes. I love the idea of Jay Wright, but I don't know if it's like... It doesn't it feel at this point if we hire one of those three guys that Goris doesn't like that there's something weird going on if it's public like this? Well, I think Goris just sucks at his job. Yes. Okay. I agree. He's a terrible I mean, owner. His track record is horrendous. 
I would say at this point, I'd rather like Weaver get to make the decision. But obviously, it seems like you got. Oh, it sounds like Weaver made a decision, sent him to his L.A. to meet with Tom, like, and Tom was like, "No, no, thank you." How Bring bad do you think Eric that, Spolstra? Uh, like, how how bad he, were the interviews? Get him? <laughs> they, I can't imagine they were that bad. I mean, right? Like, what could you hammered. say? What could you say that's like ah didn't stand out? Like, yeah, you said all the right things, but not enough, you know? Like, it just didn't, wasn't cool. Like, you didn't do a cool presentation. You didn't wear a purple suit. Like, what does he want from these people? (laughs) Dance for me. So, I don't know. It's a clown. You're still, you still, uh, Ali, Alex? I mean, I've rethought about it. I guess I, when you tweeted that, I was like, I was like, oh, wow. Really put me out there. Some guys liked it though. You had like two defenders, I think. I think my, yeah, I had some people that were like, yeah, I'm cool with it. I guess I would just like to clarify my perspective was if it was those three available, I was choosing him. I would take like a, a different guy potentially over him if, if they were to become available. I would take Jay Wright first. I like Jay and I also like, um, the that heat assistant that I just obsessed with over the playoffs because he's the always heat coaching here. staff. I think I would take any of them. Udonis Haslam. Mm, no. no, he's okay. on the team. He has a jersey. <laughs> just said to make sure you guys were listening. He plays. <laughs> <laughs> he's retiring though. This is it. Can we just pay Eric Speaking. Spolstra two billion dollars to be our head coach? No, please. Do, I heard a story. This again. From that same Bill Simmons show. Best coach in the NBA. How the Heat operate and Pat Riley. Talk about a guy that you want in charge of your organization. Oh, they also have, yeah, basically two head coaches. He had a situation. I don't know what year it was, but there were star players on the team coming into Pat's office saying, you need to fire Spolstra. I think this is before Spolstra was highly regarded. And he said, all right, I'll meet everyone down in the locker room in 15 minutes. He had everyone line up against the wall and said, don't you ever come to my office and tell them to fire the coach ever again. <laughs> That's an awesome. We yep. don't have that and, here. And we they don't just, have anything like that. And they just ride. And also think about like just a year ago. Remember that viral clip of Spo and Jimmy Butler almost getting in a fight on the bench, and everyone's like, "Oh, he." I think Jimmy is so, just like, hard to. No, that's just like they just call. Level. They just call it like it is. Like there's just a bunch it's of dogs. Awesome. In, it's in awesome. that organization. They're the most fun team to watch. I think I've ever seen. Yeah. Dude, I love watching They're them. all respect them so they can jog each other. Gritty. all back. It's not just a one-way gritty dogs. Can we just be gritty dogs like that? They don't even have players that are that good. Oh, Alex, we saw Butler. Butler's Jimmy Butler's Butler's is absurd. Absurdly Which is good. NBA playoffs. Um, yeah, he's Michael Jordan's kid. And I think... Oh, is that a rumor? Yeah, there's... I haven't... I didn't that's dive deep like rumor. I said. I would. Yes, that's real. Like, people have done... Real. The math that Michael Jordan was in Texas nine months before Jimmy Butler was born in Texas. Like, there's real but smoke. It's more deep than that. Is there a picture with Jimmy and his dad ever? Like, what's the deal with Jimmy and his dad? His dad? No, there's no question. I, I haven't started there. <laughs> I haven't started there. He was raised by a single mom. That would be crazy. Excuse my French, but that would be the most insane story of all time <laughs> if that was true. Well, no, Sam Block. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> His name's not Sam. His name's Michael. Sam Block's a Michigan slappy beat reporter. 
So here's Michael oh. Block, bro. Oh man, that's why I'm getting it wrong. It's embarrassing. <laughs> um, I want to go into right. the Reddit thread. So about Jimmy Butler. Yeah, now. this is saying this saying it's a rumor, but he was born in Houston in 1989 to Jimmy Butler the second and Londa Butler. First thing I search, Jimmy Butler, and it comes up. Who is Jimmy Butler's dad? Michael Jordan. <laughs> it's a real Who thing. Is Alex? MJ's like, abandoned it's a real son. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. They look the exact same, and their game is the same, and they're both dogs. Oh my god! There's just like a gajillion YouTube videos about this conspiracy. This is a real thing. Yeah, I didn't know yep. this. this is great. Yeah, I found how to. If you ever have to pass some time in the near future, and you know what you're doing. Um, on the other side, so we have them up to nothing. They're playing tonight, right now, actually. Um, must win it for the Celtics tonight. On the other side, the Nuggets. I know it's not over, over, but it's over. Oh, it's over. No teams ever come back from three nothing. That was over. an absolute exclamation Glad of a I didn't win. See it. Um, Jokic is unbelievable, dude. I don't. I'm using the word out. I'm using the word. Why? Well, okay, he doesn't. Okay. It's just so he does everything that every superstar does. He complains about stuff and does all this stuff. And then I just go into my phone after not being on it for an hour, and I have 65 messages from Evan and Cody saying, la bitch ass, la dummy, la blah, blah, blah. And it's like, dude, every superstar complains and whines. And I just don't get why we hold this stupid double standard. I'm not saying he's complaining for and just it's LeBron. Just his, it's his nicknames. La excuses, Evan. I think that was one of them. I didn't write that one. There's levels though, Alex. But like, I watch Jokic do the same thing: throw his hands in the air and flip out about every call. And Jimmy Butler does it too. Every I don't star think Jokic does it. it as much. I don't think he does it as much as LeBron. Please, Grant, open your Please. eyes. Get your bias out. You're not LeBron's not going to win a series, so you don't open have your to. Eyes. And yes, LeBron missed a, a dunk and it sucked and he did not have a very good game, but it's not <laughs> everyone just acted like he was now the worst player in the league because he had a not so great game. Like, dude. No, it's because like Michael Malone said, and again, it's our choice it's to why consume does everyone the media. Hate LeBron so much. I don't understand. It's our, it's our choice to consume the media the way we do, but it's just annoying when we have one of the best basketball players I've ever seen playing right now in his peak MVP form, but the whole story every day is like, can the Lakers do this? Austin yes, leads this. I agree. LeBron AD this. That it's like, stuff is annoying. Maybe let's but just why talk does about how hate LeBron? sick. Because he's a center. Well, because he asked yeah, for it. He, just sent him. he asked for it. <laughs> He does shit to ask Please, for Evan. Please. He's just a liar. He's just a sociopathic liar, Alex. That's why I do not like him. He just, had a... Because Jokic doesn't go into press conferences like, I never flop and no team I've ever been on never flops. Like, LeBron said that a week ago and You're then went hold flying... On for the rest of your life. Well, that's the most recent example. And I'm not going to quick recall memory, but LeBron, LeBron, LeBron saying, I read The Godfather. I love The Godfather books and would always carry them into his games, was asked, what's your favorite scene? Couldn't name one. Because he doesn't read the books. He just lies to do what he thinks is cool. And it's so, it's you can see right through it, and it's annoying. And I wish he would just accept it's just, it. It's just annoying to go on Twitter, and LeBron makes a mistake. And just let's just keep in mind, every single basketball player in the history of basketball makes a mistake every stinking game. Every game. And but any was- single little mistake LeBron makes, this first thing I go on Twitter, and it's just like a gajillion LeBron tweets, like a, just a the billion dunk, of them. The dunk was a different level because he was and trying to show just a whole nother thing. Just everyone but flipping think, out about Think it. about that. People gave Jordan Poole so much crap when he tried to take the game-winning shot and airballed or when um, yeah, because Jordan Poole P- sucks. 
Remember Swaggy P? Swaggy P sucks. Those are bad basketball players. I'm just saying when a basketball player tries to do something cocky and they mess it up, that is what the internet is for to make fun of. And that was a prime example of it. Just because you're the second best player of all time does not exclude you from getting made fun of for trying to win a duck. that layup at the end. And airballs it. He didn't airball. He hit the backboard. He airballed that layup. Either way, it wasn't like he just missed a wide open layup. He was contested and went under the hoop, and everyone acted like they lost the game by that. They were down four with twenty seconds left. Could have made it two. It's just and he missed the, the and double he missed that dunk. So stupid. Like why game are people been shitting on Jason Tatum right now for being down 0-2 to an eight seed? Because he doesn't sociopathically lie in the media. He just disappears. Doesn't the have game. the chosen people, one people trash talk. People trash talk Tatum all the time, but LeBron gets clicks because that's what everyone wants to talk about. That's just the status he's on. Tatum does get made fun of a lot. I don't see it. I just the other day Boston me doing your love fest for him. I forget who I forget who said it, but there it was good to say like, Tatum is the CJ Stroud of the NBA. Like great stats and everything, just can't win the big one. And so yeah, he gets called out. But I you just, I just not think to see it's it. crazy the the amount of like anger towards the dude. I just don't get it. And it's, it's and not. You, you tried to say to me it was like, oh, it's just really our friends hate LeBron. No, no, that dunk confirmed it. Eighty percent of everybody hates LeBron. Yeah, he it's crazy. But it's not like people. You're saying they were saying f LeBron. It's more laughing. Like, can you believe he did this? It's not just that play specifically. It's just like everyone just like openly roots for LeBron to lose. But Correct. there's so many that love him. There's no, so many. I don't that love see him. it. I don't well, see you the love. Other than ESPN, maybe loves him, but that's I'll not lo- my problem. Well, like pretty much every professional athlete loves him, so they always like Bron's the best. Well, they Bron- should I love Bron because he's really good. Well, I don't think I think they should have a competitive uh, rivalry with him because they're trying to beat him. Well, that didn't work out for Dylan Brooks. No, because he's an idiot. Yeah, he'll be a piston. Move on. That's it. That's all. Just can't believe the hate. Yes, Jokic is a good player. The Nuggets are like kind of a boring team to watch. They're very good. But I just, I, at least for me, it's I don't. It doesn't come from a place of like hate, hate. It's more just like I want to see him lose. There's just so much absurd anger carried towards LeBron. I watched I Evan anger. and Cody make fun of him for two days in a row. But that's not like <laughs> but when they're sitting there, they're not sitting there pissed off. It's more like funny. Yes. Yeah, the, those are like funny trolls, but like the fact that people did that for multiple days, I couldn't believe we were still doing it. Well, no, because it was when the game was happening because they play every other day. Just crazy. The one was the day after and it was like 7 a.m. and I woke up and looked at my phone. There's like 50 texts from Evan and Wilkins making fun of I think of you're just naive to NBA Twitter. And NBA Twitter is a crazy beast. So is the NFL. But like when the Pistons get good, people are going to be making fun of Cade so much if he has a bad game. It's just that's how it works. I, I know how that are works. Mean. I just well, then you need to get entire national like media LeBron narrative. Right See, everyone complains, Evan. That's my People point. Say my point is say all it. these players do this and then we just act like LeBron's the only one. And the whole national say, media loves LeBron thing, I watched a million national pundits tweet hate hate, hate things about LeBron when he messed up. They're going to say Lade Lunningham to hold this L. I mean, they're just going to make fun of that was, our people. That wasn't good. I know. I couldn't think of anything good. It's fine. Jimmy Butler, I can root for him. But everyone's rooting for him. It's not as cool. But. C- Cade Cunningham. Cade Cunningham can't win. <laughs> well, the same things are going to happen, dude. It's just that's... Well, well that's NBA Evan, they won't happen because we will never be good enough for that mm. time. 
that could be better if I turn the lights turn off on you. I haven't turned the lights on. Don't feel like it. Um, NHL wise, I don't know if you have anything, Evan. I'll be honest, I haven't been watching. Oh, some up. great hockey, Grant. Come on. Uh, I see I saw OT three every goals night. while Evan was on the shitter. Fun fact. <laughs> that was three weeks ago. Yeah, um, that's about the extent. Great hockey. As once again, Grant, all you have to do is get in the playoffs and anybody can win. Florida Alex, they were the eighth seed. They were the last team in. Now they're yeah, about to win the Stanley in. Cup. Uh, cool. We're only in the Western Conference Finals. Aren't Western we? and there's four teams left, and they're up two nothing in the Eastern yeah. Conference Finals with home ice advantage, Alex. So like, yeah. So they still have to win the Stanley Cup Finals. They still have to win another series. Correct, but they're favorites right now. They're playing the best hockey. They're playing the best puck. This would be Florida and Vegas projected right now. Yep. Is that where Matthew Tchuk is? Yep. <laughs> Good player. Um, pretty underwhelming crop of teams remain i think that's why like from star perspective but that also like you said evan it's good for the red wings positivity because the red wings to your guy but we don't really have a true star star in terms of league-wide like star effect but that's okay because a lot of the other teams do not so we should be optimistic at how this has played out where if we just have a crop of good players we can make it to the finals and then my other nhl question was I don't think it gets talked about enough. Is being an expansion team a cheat code? Should we just like stay in expansion Detroit? teams historically do well? In like, hockey, why? it makes no they, sense because when they do their draft, they get a bunch of like middle, above average players. So they don't have don't a bunch of that. shitty players or a bunch of really great players. They just have a bunch of like pretty solid players. Then you bring in two free agents, and then boom, you're really good. It just feels like this is a hockey only thing that's happening. Like well, we've seen it now. Vegas is about to be back in the finals, and the Kraken were in the last round, and they just started too. This is crazy. Kraken did suck for one year, but they then they suck for one year. Got a high draft pick for two years in a row. They're already up. They in got the Bernier, Michigan man. They created their foundation of what they wanted in, during the expansion draft to be in defensive oriented. That way, they know they could draft and free agents be offensive side. So it works out. I mean, the whole we point of it is supposed to make them competitive right away. In fairness, Grant, the West is a little easier than the East. Yes, I have. We heard used that. to be in the West, and when I say a little easy, I mean extremely easier than the East. Yeah, I mean the East had the best playoff team of all time, and they lost in the yeah. first round. So tough to win games of our season with them. People forget. Um, speaking of team best of all time, quick plug for Manchester City to win the Premier League again. Three years in a row. Truly historic things that we're watching. Grant, is the Champions League final this week, next week? No. June 10th. Yeah, it's in a couple of weeks. Holy buckets, they got some time off. Okay. June yeah, 10th. Really, first who? Really would like Man City to lose. First who? That's so messed up. It's not, it's not your fault, Grant. It's it's Inter-Milan. Cody Wilkins' fault. Oh, he was he, just on the podcast. ruined that franchise for me. Guess Cody. Oh. Why? First who? He's, he's just, he... anytime anything happens, he just refers to my franchise as <laughs> dog shit. And yeah, we know. Oh. Could be worse, Alex. You could Look, be Chelsea. No one's been making fun of Chelsea all year. Oh, whoa, whoa, <laughs> Sorry, but. Well, I can't because. I mean, I was thinking about this today as our – I don't. you probably didn't see. Our, we played our B team today because we won the league yesterday. Yeah, you guys were all We played all Did our backups. Did you play together? Play each other today? Yes. But yeah, we, we have like three or four people won. injured. We have people guys that are sitting okay. out because they 
are Fair. gonna leave. So you were about to double shit on Evan right there, Grant? He could Come have. On, he should have. I almost no, thought I was, I was a tweet I was, saying we were gonna win today, but you know, I just absolutely <laughs> not me. I was, I was crapping on today, but I don't give Evan crap because. Again, thinking, I cannot believe Manchester City lost that Champions League game. Like, looking at where the two programs have gone since that moment, that That's was just point. such Chelsea's had three a, rabbit's, coaches since a rabbit's foot Chelsea win, one nothing. Well, like, it, defense it, wins. That's, that was defense all the time. Until the end of my life, De Bruyne gets hurt. Who do you guys play? Inter, Inter Milan. Oh. Yeah. Yes, probably I read they have like one of the best defenses in the world, which is what you would need to beat Man City. But like, well, they're like plus you guys. Remember, the, we beat you like, this year. They're like plus five fifty to win. It's it's it makes me uncomfortable how heavy favorite Man City is. They mean they played yeah. AC Milan. <laughs> yep, it was all that's who we talent. lost to. Yeah, it was a crazy game. We should have beat them. Those are bitter rivals in Italy, so the crowds were on edge. But anyways, They'd I'm just enjoying this nobody. dynasty run as much Looking as I can. Run well, it's going to feel joke. good, Rank. Chelsea's the last uh, EPL team to win the Champions League, so... And it'll stay that way. I hope not. I don't think so. so you guys good. are screwed because Tottenham's about to get a manager that's going to be good. The slot machine. And Harry Kane's going to leave. What's the slot machine? That's his nickname, the slot machine. The guys slop or slot? Slot. Oh. Slot machine. I thought you were saying Who is slop. It? I was going to say Arnie slot. Not a good nickname. Uh, he just won. It'd be cool, if, it'd be cool if both your guys' teams were back towards the top four. It'd make the games more exciting. This year, I mean, it does not. It doesn't get old winning the league, but it was much less Probably exciting boring, this year though. because we won on a loss because Arsenal just choked so bad. They lost to um, Nottingham Forest. But we also did not lose. I think we would have caught them anyways. We just turned on the yeah, gas Force, good point. team. Good teams lose to those teams. Uh, Chelsea lost to the beginning. Arnie Slot's team, Feyenoord. They're, this sounds like made-up words. Well, they just won a huge <laughs> league. I don't, they, they just won the top Dutch league. Sick. Dutch. I don't yeah. know. Either way, they're like yeah. their owner denied yeah. us and says that they won't accept a bid for us to take him. So yeah, soccer the Dutch league. You can come with a bunch of huge bag of money, but like you're we're taking this guy. Arnie Slot so, hasn't lost a game this year in his league. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. He's lose his first four deal. games in EPL Dude. and get fired. <laughs> Probably that's oh. how crazy soccer is. Oh, I did want to say something because we were this started with the Cody thing. If I ever sat down with Cody one on one and you know maybe over some beverages, I'd be like, Cody, you know we are Man City and we're above Tottenham. Like we don't need to like that's me take pot shots at Alex. Like we don't need to continue to do that because they're so beneath us. Every single weekend. But at the same time, I will not gatekeep how people are fans, and if that's what he enjoys, fine. I just want you to know, I think so lowly of Tottenham that I do not take those shots for that reason. Well, thanks. You're welcome. Because I didn't watch the game Saturday, Wilkins, and I didn't need to hear your bullshit about how we lost. What's crazy is um, before I went to bed, I was just checking the score app to see what was on the next day for EPL and see if we played. And I saw you guys were playing Brentford, and I could you, you know how it shows you the we win loss. We almost lost them the first time, I think, or we did. You know you know how it shows you the win-loss, like, recent form? Yeah, it's really bad. 
I saw Brentford have been playing well, but they were like plus 400. And I almost texted the group and was like, Brentford's live tomorrow. But I, I knew that it was plus 400. And then I woke up and they won 3-1. It was, was like, 2-1 and they scored in the 88th. So ah, always classic soccer. Um, Speaking of teams that uh, I guess have been underwhelming, the Tigers, they are 20 and 24 right now, which is good for recent years. Three and a half games back of the division. So realistically, if you take the record aside, they're right there in the division hunt. The they're division. six back of the wild card. Not gonna win wild so our division card. is bad. Not wild card. Have to go to division. Evan is right. We are very close to getting Alex to watch because we need to be 500 yeah, better. Took a step back this weekend, gents. Yeah, we did. Yes. Came to Mangala for a whole And I was really getting excited, too. No I was more. actually gearing up for what I was going to do, how I was going to watch, how I was going to enjoy myself. And now it looks like it, may, it might not happen this season. How were you going to enjoy yourself? I hadn't decided. Oh, ice cream? I was going to go. I think I was going to go. That's how I was going to break myself. 20 minute in. drive, so you should go to it. We need four <laughs> wins, and we have a three game set with the Royals coming up. Yeah. Alex, great lead in. I looked at our next five series. Two are with the White Sox, one's with the Royals, one with the Phillies, and another was with the Rangers. The Rangers, Rangers are, are above 500 this year. They're good. But get, get this the better Royals. Get to 500 before that game. The Royals are 14 and 34. That's the team we lose two out of three, though. Evan, if they win, Evan. if they sweep that series <laughs> Thursday, White Sox are a dumpster fire. Dumpster Thursday fire. They're also the boycott cadet. Alex, Alex go June eleventh. Go to the Tigers game June eleventh. It's Spartan Appreciation Day that day. We get a cool Thursday, hat. May twenty fifth. Break the boycott. Go to the June eleventh game. They win four in a row. Why couldn't they? They played the Royals three times, and then the White Sox at home. 19 white Sox are 19 and 29 also bad and then the phillies are 22 and 24 and then may 26 friday night i head down to comerica park just kidding i so, can't i'm going to north carolina <laughs> all right put it on a, on hold for a week <laughs> one thing i'd like to say about this team is that if we don't call up justin henry malloy oh. jhm Grant Scott. in the next month I might storm the front office. <laughs> yeah, I might. Don't want to lose options on January 6th. He's my guy. He's hitting over 300. Eight home runs, I think. He's just smacking the ball around. And guess what? He plays third base. Who's our third baseman that plays every so often? Jonathan Scope. Not going to smack a guy. But Jonathan Scope's not playing so hot this year, to put it lightly. Scope's not playing at all. Okay. I don't believe in being mean. Too mean, so I'm just gonna say he's not playing well. He sucks. So just know <laughs> that Malloy would be a great upgrade, even if he struggles making the adjustment. He needs to be on our team. I need it to happen soon. We're technically in the mix for the division. There's no point. I mean, there probably is some point that Sky Harris would explain to me in a very um, smart way about why we're not gonna try to rush this kid because we tried to rush Torque and it made him adjust, take him long to adjust. Um, whatever. I need him up. The other things I wrote down was that are still show you how long of a way we have to go. Riley Green, great, doing having we'll slow down, Grant, having a great year. Uh, but he's the only qualified player with at bats on our team who has an average OPS. And we don't have anyone that has a um above or great for qualified at bats. 
But it's good to see the number fifth pick in the draft, Riley Green, looking like the number fifth pick. And then the other, which gives me hope for Scott Harris, guys. Let's remember this moment right here of we think about like, oh, how did this guy get on our team? How did our GM make good moves on the margins, unlike Avila? Zach McKinstry, he is the only player on our team who has an above average OPS, higher than Riley Green's. He's not qualified, but he's only his 100 at bat. So he's pretty much an everyday player. I went back to look because I was like, how do we even get this guy? We traded right before the season started. We gave up Carlos Guzman. Don't know who that is. To the the Cubs for McKinstry. McKinstry was not going to make the Cubs roster. So this is an example of Scott Harris identifying a guy based on whatever metrics he looks at. Like this guy could be good for us. And now he's our best hitter. So that is encouraging for us moving forward, I think. Thumbs up from Alex. She's in. One I, one I, transaction. I, I don't know I mean, anything about this team. I I would say this. Yes, you do. Be competitive in the division, and use some of the money that you're going to get from Cabrera's contract next year to actually like be more competitive. I hope so. That's the plan. But right now, I mean, Torgelson like, Green better sophomore years than last year, so that's that's positive. I think we have overall a more competitive batting lineup. It's just our pitching is. Not very good. Besides, I mean, Lang's gonna be gone. Says name, right? Lang. Our closer. I hope not. He's one of the best closers in he's baseball. He's gonna get traded at the deadline. Rodriguez is gonna get traded at the deadline. Unless we're like first I think, in the division, then yeah, I think it depends how close we are. I, I could see us being like we're gonna hold if we're, we're like two buyers. games back. Don't don't talk yourself into the fact that you think we can be buyers. We're stand patters. We're just going to stand pat. We're rebuilding in year 26 of the rebuild. I think that's the goal. But if we're like two games back of the division, I think we're actually just holding on. Actually, last night, we were like seven for the rebuild. Okay. But to be fair, we have to reframe. This is year one because, but yes, I I do understand. Shit. Anything else you guys have to say about the Tigers? Why? Did something just happen? No, I just want to watch Succession at some point. Yeah, well, you'll get there. Yeah, Grant, um, it's not 8 o'clock here. It's 9. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing was the PGA. Um, yeah, I'll just get out of front of this first. My picks were bad. Okay, they were bad. <laughs> no, we'll Sam Burns we'll had 44 that. on the front nine. I'm sorry. We'll get to that. I, re- I went back and looked at how everyone finished. Um, but it has to start with Cody. First ever golf pick. Nails it with Brooks. Pretty impressive, considering I think I'm the only other one to get one. And we we don't do a lot. We don't have a big sample size, but just major. Think with, with picking a favorite, picking two golfers. So credit to him for getting that right. Um, kind of wild. Brooks's top twenty in terms of majors. So there's only twenty people that have ever won five majors. So I guess we have to view him as He's like better than Rory. Yep, and At majors. Which is five, well, Rory in my four. opinion, what matters. Brooks has matters. Five. But like we we always talk Rory about the wins in general. We talk but, about yeah. the top Justin Thomas, but like it's been in front of us. Brooks Kepka, Brooks Kepka has been like the best golfer outside of like Tiger. Yeah, in this you take away era. his injured season, and he's the best golfer. I guess he's not older even, I guess than I, a lot of these guys. So we're talking there in this conversation. Yeah, if we're saying like Late what Homer. since. I don't know what the year when he won 2015, 2010. If we go from like was when he first won, but I guess so since 2015, then if we choose that date to now, 
2013, the last decade, he's been like the best golfer, which didn't really hit me till today. He just knows how to win majors. He can like really like get himself up for those better than others can. Like he mentally can lock in better than anybody else. Which is they, awesome. they all have the skill level to do it. It's for majors. It's all about mental, which is awesome. And he is Huge. a humongous competitor and very good at that. Best golfer in the last decade. I just don't feel like that's. Alex the, doesn't want to say it, but it's. 100% I, I don't true. mind Brooks. Like, I, and I think he deserves it. And he's really good, and he's great at major championships. I just full full on best golfer. I'm not sure that's how that works. Best golfer. Since 2013. When was his first major? Because that's not true. 2018. I'm just doing decade. I'm just doing the last 10 years. If you just said last 10 years, nice round number, he's the best golfer. You say last five years, Grant. He has five majors in the last five years. Yeah, but 10 spicier, right? That gets more. 10 is like makes it less less credible because Jordan Spieth had his run of majors in the five years prior to Brooks. How many does and he have? Jordan's younger. How many? How many does he have? You don't know. He has three. He has three. Yeah. U.S. Open, British Open, Masters. Yeah, so you got to take Brooks or that. He's got five. Brooks is older. But how four, many years? Four years older. Well, until Spieth is caught up to that, Brooks is better. I, just, I know you don't want to admit it. Three PGAs, you though. You you two specifically shit on the PGA all the time and say it's like not really a major, and then that's the one Brooks has won three times. I'm not saying it's not a major. Just, I'm just saying it's like – You, Grant, really shits on the PGA. Least exciting one. I do it. That's because what everyone else says. <laughs> but this is not even true. You can't shit on this major because the golf course beat I don't. This was legit. people I up. don't think the PGA in general is a joke. I'm I not, think I'm it's a good major. Joke just either. as good as any of the other ones. I'm just saying. I like, rant, yeah, I've always said. I've always said. Grant that. Always says it's a joke. Watchability is the players is the fourth major. Watchability where you like sit down and watch like as much golf as possible. You watch the Masters. You watch U.S. Open. Then you watch the Open, and then PG is probably. Yeah. Well, I'm a true golf guy. I watch every weekend. Well, no, you didn't because you were golfing on Saturday, so you did not watch it. Liar. I watch no, golf Dylan. every weekend. That's true, Evan. You that is 100% I true. I watched the PGA Championship. They watched the Mexico Open. No. Uh, I you watched all of today, and I watched most of Thursday and Friday. I watched every single day. And I know you couldn't watch that much Thursday and Friday, Evan, because you're a busy guy with baseball. So no, actually, no, I was watching it starting at 8 a.m. on my computer during school. So, yes, ESPN Plus, buddy. What about after school? The three hours of coverage once you exited From school? From 2 to 6 o'clock. Four? Four hours of coverage. That's eight Actually, hours three of coverage by you, Evan. Well, you missed all That's of Saturday. Pleasure. So there was Not 12 true. I watched from 8 a.m. Nope. Nope. to noon. You didn't. You did it. I did. Well, good thing I watched, I watched the same Matt, amount of Matt time. Barry so the I watched more than you. No. You took a nap today. You took a nap today and missed out on the dumbest things You said it in your. I missed like four holes. Oh, that's a lie. That's a lie. I missed like four holes. That's an hour. I watched the most. I didn't watch like any. Yeah, Grant, we know you didn't watch any. You're a piece of shit, front runner. Alex, you've sworn a lot tonight. Well, see, there it is again. You want me to leave them in? No. Right. I'm just prepared for succession. There's going to be a lot of F-bombs tonight. 
listen, we need to look all of ourselves in the mirror after this week of golf. We had eight picks total uh, between Cody's as well, and four of ours missed the cut, which is horrendous. One of mine guys. cheated and missed the cut, so that's why. I mean, who cheated? Camion got a two-stroke penalty for something, and that's why he missed the cut. I don't Neiman, know what it was. Joaquin Neiman was Cody's long shot, missed the cut. Evan, your guy, uh, Shuffley, finished T18, so he was the second best favorite of the group. Ricky, though, missed the yeah. cut, and he was a high, like barely a long shot. He was up towards the a cut. A lot of people 5, picking him to do well. Of course, because he's a sexy name. I mean, people see that, that name. He has never won puts... anything. Fire but... Cup. President's Cup. Have you seen his clothes? <laughs> Have you seen um, his clothes? <laughs> Alex? Cam Young missed cut. Mm. Sam Burns missed mm. cut. Sam so, Burns was not just a missed cut. Not a golf Bloody expert. Stunk it up on not the golf, a golf course. Expert. That was bad, Alex. You gotta take a lap. Um, for myself, both of my guys made the cut. Oh, but in yeah, inverse of course, order we're of doing what you would think. Pat ourselves on the back for. Did you pick Scotty Scheffler again? Finau. No, I did oh. Finau. He finished T seventy two, which was third to last. <laughs> He barely made the cut. But my dart play here, guys, Evan, you'll appreciate this. I said Keegan Bradley, who was plus 11,000. And I said verbatim, he'll see his name towards the top on Saturday, and then he'll probably drop out, which is exactly what happened. He was top 10 on Saturday, and he finished T29. So I'm credit for just nailing that. You everything about Keegan. You probably could have cashed out on Saturday and made some money. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Don't, I don't think so. I mean, he was never going to check. He that. was never going to win. <laughs> he was like leading on the first day, though. That okay matters. <laughs> first guy that tees off is always leading if he makes birdie on one. Better than nothing. Why do you say dumb stuff though? <laughs> that you're just saying you can see some names in the top spot, and you're like, "What?" Stop the fuck? deflecting. You had all time bad golf prediction podcast. All time. I honestly, I probably should have known or done some research that this course was going to be that hard. I didn't know that they were going to make it that hard. They redid the entire. So I didn't pick a. Out, I didn't pick a guy that was like gritty. You didn't know that. I should have picked a gritty guy. I knew the rough was thick, but I didn't think the fairways would be two two feet wide. I thought they could hit the fairways. Yeah, Redesign of a I was bunch of holes how too. Thick it was. I knew they changed the course. I thought they would hit fairways. I thought they would just avoid the rough. You know, be a professional golfer. As, I picked Michael Black. And as much as people <clears throat> complain about Brooks and Bryson have their feelings, it's more exciting when they're involved. Not I mean, Bryson. I was like, Bryson's a loser. Bryson congratulated no, Brooks on the way to his uh, signing the card. I saw that. More, well, they're, uh, they're friends. They more live guys congratulations than Jenna Sims had for Brooks. Mm. Which was Brooks only won because she wasn't there. Wow. Alex, that sounds like a Garrett take. That no, was you speaking that to Garrett. Wasn't, that wasn't. He didn't say that, but I'm sure he does think that. Like if I said that to him, he'd be like, you oh, know, 100%. Full circle, Conor McGregor, for one of his fights, he his family stayed back in Ireland just because he really wanted to dial in on his craft and didn't want distractions. And he trained better, but he had Tony Finau and breaking it, so it didn't matter. Tony Finau told his family not he to travel, and he won. Oh. But he oh, does yeah, take right. his family to every tournament, though. Besides that one, anyway. It seems like a lot of anxiety, if I'm being honest. He has, like, three kids, too. Three or four kids. Um, That's the show. Subscribe to YouTube if you've made it this far. And also submit your questions. This week was couldn't do any because we recorded earlier. But next week, we'll be back to questions. Um, might be the return of snake drafts. I don't want to get out ahead of myself. But I don't, if, no, if nothing crazy happens this week, we're probably back to a snake draft to fill some time. 
Tigers so, win the next eight cheers. games and we're first in the AL Central. Our show on the Tigers. <laughs> cheers to episode 122. Cheers. Into summer. Cheers. Enjoy Memorial Day, everybody.